Uh, I just believe in the process, and we're, we're going to win going through the process. Now, Bill's Mafia. It's time for the main event. So sit back and enjoy the show. Hello, Bill's Mafia. Welcome to the UK Bill's Defend Your Draft situation, where I've got the lovely Mia on the show. Mia, thank you for coming on. Thank you for defending your draft. How are you doing? I'm not bad. Thank you for having me. Um, this is very exciting, actually. This is the first I've ever done something like this. So I'm excited. <laughs> We're excited to see where it so, goes. That's all right. We'll break you in very gently here. Now, if anyone's listening and watching this, do not does not know what Defend the Draft is, just a straightforward. You come on, prevent yourself a, uh, a mock draft. You can do one, two, three, four, five, six, seven rounds and actually... Present it to me where I will dissect it and make you defend your draft. So before we start, Mia, how did you become a Bills fan? Just tell us about about that. Yeah, it's it's sort of mad because last season was the first season I really got into the NFL. Um, I'd watched, bad with numbers, I watched the Super Bowl with the Chiefs and the 49ers and I yep up to half time and I went to sleep and I was like oh just was something to watch at the time <laughs> um then I watched last year's with the Bucks and the Chiefs and I was like this is something I really want to get into um and I'm a West Ham fan so for me choosing a team I, I really wanted to align it similar to West Ham yeah um, and I thought my team was the Chiefs because I'd watched them twice in the Super Bowl I was like oh like you know it's a sign and then I started looking into it and there's um a lady called Phoebe Schechter who is a coach and she worked with the Bills and I really liked that they um they had a female coach um I noticed that they didn't they didn't have any championships behind them um they'd got so close and 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 had never secure a Super Bowl so for me that was that was it and I bought a jersey straight away I was like this is it I bought a flag and that's it I, I was which in- you see displayed at the back of your wall yeah <laughs> no, it's, it's good. I mean fair play and I'll give you a thumbs up for being a West Ham fan because people know I'm a West Ham fan and there are similarities between us between both teams that uh, we've gone through a long barren spell without a uh, well a proper trophy let's put it that way the bills have gone through the same so you can see that link right there yeah definitely so let's let's get into it let's get into your your draft and it's five rounds and i hope that the uh, the listeners will actually like it so in round one you went wide receiver with Chris Olav of uh, of Ohio State, what what made you go in that direction with the wide receiver with your first round pick? I think it it was too tempting for me to to pass that up. Um, I I think, and this is going to sound really stupid, but when when the pick twenty five comes, we have to choose the best player in either cornerback wide receiver mm-hmm. so the the statistics that Alave picked up last season was just ridiculous 
And I can see, and I'm dreaming of seeing Josh Allen throw to Stefan Diggs and Chris Lave. I just, that's quality, absolute quality. No, it's good. I mean, you've got you've got a guy who can actually break um, break tackles. Not a truly elusive, elusive guy, but a guy that after, when you get the ball can actually make good yards off the catch and the speed on there. I think, to be honest, he's one of the most polished route runners and pass catchers in that in that league, and he is truly up there with the likes of Jameson Williams. Uh, Drake London and who's the other one? Traylon Burks and all that. And Garrett Wilson, his running mate at Ohio State. So it's good. I mean, did you, was it a straightforward decision that you're going to go wide receiver there? Or did you think, okay, we're going to need think about cornerback, but is it, was it the lure a little bit more of the wide receiver over the, uh, over the cornerback, knowing that it's only Trey White when he comes back? Yeah, Dane Jackson on the outside with Gerard Johnson on the inside. Yeah, I think for me, it's just it's a really exciting position, and to have a really solid. And I know we've got Diggs, um, and Davis last year showed how good he can be, and I, and I think this season for him is going to be massive. But Chris Olave is such. He's one of those players that when he's there, if he's available, I just couldn't pass that up. Um, you jumping through the TV. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And there's some quality cornerbacks as well. Um, we'll see later on in my draft that um, that I have picked up. But um, when a player of that quality is available, as I say, yeah. just two tenths in. No, 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 that's good. That's good. I think... I think it's a good thing about these mock drafts and what you hear draft analysts and guys say that pick one or round 25, round pick 25, round one, I'll get my back straight there, um, is, an, is an area that we can go in any direction on. And it's interesting, some people will go with wide receiver, some people will go with uh, cornerback, but we'll move on to round two. And it is what seems to be a Bills fan's favourite in um, Brees Hall. Now, again, was it a case of you going best player or you think that's a need? And was there really a cornerback at that position at pick 57 that really didn't stand out that much? He went with um, with Bryce Hall. Yeah, completely. All, all of those points you've just made. Um Running back, our running game last year wasn't wasn't great. For most of the season, it was pretty pretty non-existent. Um, so, again, it's a big name, as you say. It's a Bills favourite at the minute. I personally don't think he'll be around for pick fifty-seven. I think he'll be gone before then. Um, so I was quite shocked that he was around. Um, because he is quick, he's strong. He's he's just got those qualities that potentially mm. we are lacking. And I know Singletary he, it, it, towards the back end of the season, he started to to get into the role a bit more and started to to move a bit quicker and um, make better plays. But I, again, I couldn't pass that one up. Um, 
cornerbacks, as I say, there there were better options at that point in time rather than to huh? just settle for not. Yeah, no, that's, that's fair. I mean, best player available if you go down there, Bryce or Bruce Hall, if he's there, is probably one of those guys. I think yeah. I wonder then your opinion. Do you think that this sort of spells the end for Zach Moss? Or do you see him being pushed down to maybe third down back goal line and running with a tag team to duo of um, Hall and Singletary? Yeah, I, d- I don't I don't see him. I don't I don't think he has a, f- a future with us anymore. I just I don't know. I don't think he was he was used particularly a lot or well last year. He didn't show a lot last year. So I, I think it's probably better to to move him on or you know yeah, make sense. No, that's good. I mean, it's always it's always good to know. I mean with Brees Hall, um if people haven't, haven't kept up with him or seen the scan reports, you kind of think you're looking at yourself that you can see a bit of Shady McCoy, um Sean McCoy in in that with the fact that he's able to cut smoothly Gets defense to miss um, miss tackles, so you've got a good two very athletic guys. So I see, I'm starting to see a sort of theme that you're playing with the, with these picks, going for the more athletic um, athletic upside guys um, towards rather than the uh, the uh, what process guys as uh, McDermott would like to uh, like to see. <laughs> so. so Round three, pick 89, we go cornerback. So we've got um, Nebraska's Cam Taylor-Britt. Again, yeah. another another really, another Bills Mafia favourite, I think. There's so many people actually do like him in these um, in these mid-rounds. And it's it can be a really good fit. Just just try and explain your, your reasoning behind um behind taking taking camera in round three yeah so I mean I haven't seen a lot on him um at all but I recognize his name from people other people's draft and <laughs> people talking about him um and researching him a little bit um over the last few days he's not perfect by any mm. by any means he's not perfect um but he is solid um he's quick yeah he's got great feet um but it's he is needed um so we don't have to rush Trey White back into the team yeah we need someone else there regardless i think i don't think Dane Jackson did a bad job last season um to take over um what Trey was doing but i think it's a smart decision i think he's a smart player um and working with why and Jackson, I think, will only make him a better player. So, so by taking a cornerback in round three, do you see them at least before the draft or even after the draft, maybe looking to kick um, kick the tires with a veteran, get a veteran cornerback in to to what's the best word? Break break him in gently, yeah. whilst having someone a veteran leader in that um, in the cornerback room until until Trey White comes definitely definitely I think that's the 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 best way for them to to learn and to um yeah to speak to someone with experience um yeah 
No, no, it's good. I mean, you've got. Well, I think those first three picks are probably you probably hit the ball off the air out of the park <laughs> with them. You've got you've got a good blend. You've got you've met two of the main three needs. I mean, was there any other uh, position that really came in around round three, or as soon as you saw that Taylor Britt was? Was available you went okay bang there we go he's drafted he's a bill come to buffalo yeah a hundred percent i think i was also conscious as well that i'd, I'd chosen two quite attacking players mm. um, so you know cornerback is a is a position with we need 100 percent um and as i say that name come up i recognized <laughs> it i was like brilliant he's a he's a bill <laughs> yeah, he's a bill. He's got he has got wide receiver background, so that's what I always say is you've got to look for in, in players, especially on the switch sides. If they've got positional um, awareness from switching over positions, it does help a little bit more. And Taylor Britt does have um does have that. And round four, I wonder want to hear you try and pronounce this guy's uh first name at least. On there, you've gone with a tight end out of Maryland. So, do you want to do you want to have a go at pronouncing his name? So, I'm I'm calling him Chig. I'm calling <laughs> Chig. Chigism Okowa. A conquo. A conquo. Yes. So again, it fits. If this one fits in with your. With your schemes with at least with Olav and Hall, the fact that he is a physically athletic specimen with good um, good line speed. I mean, taking a taking it a, a tight end in round four, that is interesting considering we've obviously got um, Dawson Knox and recently signed OJ Howard. Was that something in your mind that you think, okay, we need that third guy there to to spell out, or was it a case that the board didn't really fall for you? It, yeah, it's a mixture of both. It really is a mixture of both. At the time that I did this, I don't think we'd signed a, uh, OJ Howard, so that, <laughs> that might have helped. On hindsight, it might change. Yeah, so it might, it might be different if I was to, to, to do it again, but I watched this guy in the combine, and he was so, he stood out to me, definitely. Um, I know they was talking about tight ends like Trey McBride and, you know, all these people that are just going to fly out. But I think this is someone that slipped under the radar a little bit. Um, and I was researching him today and someone said he's a tight end in a running back's body. He's like, he's huge. He's yeah. muscular. He's strong. Um and yeah, would just be a good a good person to have as a backup. Um, yeah. No, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's good. You've got a guy who's probably more pass catcher than than blocker, and we don't know yet what Ken Dorsey is going to do with this offense. Whether he's going to have one more blocking tight ends and pass catching tight ends, the more options you've got there for for catching. It means this offense will explode a lot more, and Josh Allen will get a lot more better on there. Um, but no, I think I think it's really a really decent uh, decent pick there. And going on to your final round, you've gone with I think I think everyone's favorite punter in Matt Arazia 
of uh, of San Diego State. Um, one thing with this does, and I don't, it may not mean anything to you, it might mean something to you, the fact that he pretty much never held the ball on a snap for the kicker, does that worry you or is it just more, you're more interested in just the big booming uh, kicks that actually will change the field position in a click of a finger? Yeah, I think that's it. I've, the clips I've seen of him is just ridiculous. Um, as I said, I've not watched any any games or like college games, so I, I can't put it into into context or anything like that. But the the small clips I've seen of him, they call him Punk God. Um, we we definitely need to replace Matt Hack. I know that sounds <laughs> a bit strong, but he I don't. No, think no, it's not strong. Punk. I think I think the majority of Bills fans want to do that from his first shanked kick. He's actually um. He actually did um, in there, but I mean, I think round five is going to be the round that you may want to try and snag him up. So good job on that, because I think he is he could be one that maybe even push to a fourth round if if a team actually really does think he's not going to last. But it's good that you've got a guy there who I think did kicking duties as well. So you've got a sizable backup here if um, if Bass. God forbid, touch wood that he actually doesn't uh, doesn't go down. But again, I can't I can't put it beyond how how decent draft that is. And actually, I think was it, you say at the beginning, was you like one of your first few drafts yeah. you've done the first time you really got into the draft. Yeah, so, I mean, I watched the draft last year. Didn't have a clue <laughs> what was going on. Like no idea. Um, and then this year, I didn't even realise you could do mock drafts. And then uh, I. I googled it to to figure out what a mock draft was because I was like, why why are people talking about this? And I gave it a go, and this is yeah, this is I think I've done three, and this is my third, yeah. um, but my favourite, hundred percent my favourite. Get hooked hooked on the bug now. I am hooked on the mock draft bug. I really am. <laughs> but no, it it's very solid. I mean, you've got you've you've highlighted the positions that the Bills actually need, especially with wide receiver and. And cornerback, you've got a guy who could be a um, an X factor in this, or two guys that really are an X factor in this offense. Was there any position just going through it that you think, on and looking at what the Bills actually done in this off season, and um, that you feel maybe if I could, I would change that pick for a different position? Um, I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure. I probably wouldn't have chosen a tight end in this mm. in this um, draft, but you know it's 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 good to have an, another backup. Yeah, um, exactly, exactly. I think, and as I said, this is what mock drafts are all about. You obviously get understand your preferences. Maybe you can get your players in there and do it mock drafts at you, but it also gives you sort of an idea of what Brandon Bean and those lot are looking at and that they could go this way or they could go totally left field and actually go different routes. And when you've got, when you've had this last few seasons that the Bills had and the fact that we've got no glaring depth in there, I think this is probably as good as good draft as really that we can, um, we can get. So I will give you a good thumbs up for that. Brilliant. <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> So, if before before we sign off, can 
obviously everyone watching and all that where can they find you and i know you do do um you do have your own site don't you i do, do. where can they where can they find you on the socials so i'm on twitter constantly um <laughs> apologies in advance um i'm at underscore mia claydon on twitter um i've also got my own um sort of writing platform called london to buffalo where i talk about um soccer and football um so yeah awesome so once again mia thank you for for joining us um make sure you keep tuning in and subscribing to the youtube channel because we'll have a fair few more of these coming up obviously follow mia follow the uk bills and all i say is let's go buffalo bills go bills <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. Not us. You don't know anything about work. You don't know anything about work. Huh? That's who we are. Those are three. One, two, three. Bills.